Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good morning, Southern Middle Tennessee, or good afternoon if you're listening to the in the afternoon hour. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. We got sort of a cloudy Tuesday and very cool for this time of year, but it's just normal spring in Tennessee. A couple steps forward, one step back, off we go into summer. I'm Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Are you out there? I am. Good morning, Del. Hey, morning, man. Everybody. You're still driving the bus. Yeah, today was castle day at school, so uh, Thomas, my second grader, had to build a castle for a school project, and actually every second grader did, and so we had to uh, take those inside the classroom. They're, they're rather large, so yeah, it's been, been, a, been, a, been a fun morning so far. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> That's a great idea. Dude number one, welcome back. We missed you yesterday, Mr. York. Yeah, good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right. Welcome back. And uh, regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, native <coughs> son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. Ron, uh, let's see. Now, for folks that don't know, Ron, uh, among his many talents, writes a column which appears in uh, Main Street Murray here locally and about 50 to 60 platforms around the world and nation, web- websites, newspapers, etc. And this week, Ron, it's uh, <laughs> a topic of the moment. you got to have balls to drink Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... You know, work with these these Ivy League folks, and sometimes they're just tone deaf, and it's gotten worse. Um, the the notion that they're the smartest and brightest and they're the best um, discerned only by simply an SAT score that got them into Harvard or Yale or wherever they go has always been to me folly because they're not that sharp in terms of common sense, et cetera. So they promote this woke woman at Budweiser to be in charge of Bud Light and, and, you know, beer drank by blue-collar people who do blue-collar jobs to come home and drink Bud Light. And she tries to change the image of a, an established brand in a, in a very awkward way. And there's a lot of pushback. And, and again, she's just tone deaf. And it, and it speaks really to their echo chamber around themselves and how out of touch some of the Ivy League folks are to the reality of America, what really a hard-working America is and what Budweiser's brand is. And what what their change it? Their stock has fallen. What seventeen billion or something? Something like no, that. no, five billion there. Five billion, you know, five. just five billion in, in valuation. Oh, that's but, all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it's you know, this the, the consumers have to say so. And I'm not a you know cancel culture person. I'm not, I didn't encourage in the article to to boycott Budweiser. It's just that just pointed out that these these notion that these Ivy must have Ivy League people because they're smarter than we are. It's not the case. Well, you know, Ron, my daughter uh, graduated Yale. <laughs> I guess I had, two, I had two graduate from Columbia up in New York, not the one there, but I, yeah, I, I, was, I get it. I was waiting on that, Del. I, was I, waiting I on have that. to point that out. And, and see, Ron is, just, Ron is just mistaken. I mean, people in advertising come from all walks of life, and they have a good idea that they think is a good idea, 
And a lot of times it's not a good idea. That It's simply you make a whole lot of heck over nothing. I mean, it's advertising strip to try to get people of different varieties to buy Bud Light and didn't work. It had some backlash. So, hey, go to the next person that's got a bright idea. That's well, capitalism, that was, that was isn't it, idea. That was isn't that capitalism? Idea. That was a bright idea, huh? Yeah, it's a bright idea. Well, you well know. she thought it was, or whoever did it thought it was a bright idea, just like you have bright ideas in your column. You think it's a bright idea. A lot of people don't don't think it's a bright idea. Well, if a lot of people don't think it's a bright idea, you don't, you're not around very long. Yeah. And well, I, I will say this about my daughter. She went, uh, graduated Yale and then went on to the uh, University of Michigan, <laughs> where she got a master's in environmental science and a master's in business administration. And then, and has, she's not working in marketing right now, but she spent a, did a stint of several years as the head of uh, Uber Eats in about eleven states. And now, Ron, you're right. Yale and the others now they are woke, and they indoctrinate everybody who matriculates in in woke. Uh, but my daughter would do as she's trained, and what you point out in the article, she would identify you know through market studies the target market and uh, the target market as you aptly pointed out is a middle class uh usually white working class uh guy uh i believe typically in the midwest is where the really heavy consumers are you know they work in a plant or whatever and uh so it, it would be hard to imagine that she would take this spokesperson as somebody who might appeal to Dylan McNair what's his name? Dylan something Mulvaney Mulvaney Mulvaney. uh, it's not likely uh, she would pick him to appeal to that target market (laughs) yeah I say in the column that uh, Bud Light's always been a trans beer is half water and half beer (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) I agree with that too the official beer of child custody hearings it's, uh, you know, it's not really to me in my view that's you know but i i never drank it anyway and but it, you know i wouldn't i'm not a big fan of you know again canceling them or whatever going after them you can if you want to it's a way to push back because if you don't listen to the customer your customer you'll go out of business right you got the customers the, the king and this is this was a tone-deaf move of a self-aggrandizing woke person who went to Gro- Groton which is a private school yeah. Harvard and in Wharton oh, so I if mean, you live in that world and your daughter Barry and I interviewed your daughter way back in the day for, for on Wall Street she's sharp she's from a small town she gets it there's a lot of people come out of there that do get it right but it's hard to get through there unless you feign some sort of left wing ideology I mean that's it's hard to get these Ivy League schools and they've really they're rotten to the core. I mean, corporate I mean, America's kind of way down. You, you are right about that, Ron. I mean, I can tell you firsthand experience. You're you're right about that. You you got to go along, get along, or it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my kids, the, the first year the SAT came out with the with the, the essay portion being graded by school teachers. Uh, I told my kids, I don't care what the question is. You just mentioned Dr. Martin Luther King. (laughs) 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 You find some way in there to mention that. Just 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 do that, and you're going to be fine. Don't don't take a strong stand. I think uh, I can't remember the stats, but it was something like the year Barry applied to Yale that, uh, you know, 80% of the – Female applicants wrote their essay on Hillary Clinton. You know, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so, 
the question of how hireable are you? How what, what's the value add? There's expectations sometimes that they're they're there on Wall Street at least to cash in their MBA on somebody. And I hired them. I had Harvard and Columbia people work for me, and and one married my old pair actually. There there were some good people. Most of I found the Goldman model, Goldman Sachs model, was to find someone with who had worked their way through school, who was from middle class, and had gone to Harvard or Yale or whatever on, on their own, basically paying their own way. Uh, they, they look for those type of people, and they have a series, a battery of tests they give you in terms of your EQ and your IQ. And uh, in this case, I don't think this woman must have taken it because she totally <laughs> out of touch with her customers. You know? Well, the thing that I found about Ivy League grads that it, it wasn't necessarily their uh, brain power. I mean, believe it or not, folks, they're there are a lot more people out there than you realize who can make 1600 on their SAT. Uh, the Their work ethic, though, uh, usually in, in order to get there and to succeed, they have to have a very strong work ethic. And uh, I think that's really what probably that brand represents. Uh, but it, no matter how hard you work, as Ron says, if you're stupid enough to pick Dylan Mulvaney as your Bud Light marketing spokesman, uh, you can work on that one all day long. And <laughs> it, it, There's been some epic failures, new Coke, old Coke. They're, 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 they're like Mr. York said, there has been some marketing failures that, that missed the mark, and you, you adjust, you, know, you realize it, you adjust, and you move on, right? So you decide what you're doing. But if you listen to her tapes of her on LinkedIn or some things, she was so self-promotional, so self-aggrandized, how noble she was doing this, how inclusive she was doing this. It was all about her, right? It's called virtue signaling. Yeah. Oh, and, God. And that's, was, I, I didn't know about that. That's that's wingnut stuff, Ron. Yeah. Well, it's just like – and a point on the article, the re, how do you get there? Well, you get there because you only go to Ivy League schools. You only have one point of view left to center. You're only around people like yourselves in, on the coastal elite, New York, L.A., or whatever, and you don't know what Middle America is doing. Yeah, but that's and, just, that's that, that's just marketing malpractice. I'm confident they still teach you to identify the target market. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what they teach, and, and the the whole the whole the whole prospect of these Ivy League schools, I think, has been devalued. You know, in the in the last you know twenty years, it's just decaying. Because of the, you know, the tenured professor who who just teach only left wing ideas that just don't pan out in the real world. Same thing probably wrong with the White House. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you get a bunch of Harvard Yale people that want to try some theory they had in their class out, and, oh. and they're, they're all do gooders hey, like that way. Yeah, when they when these Ivy League kids get into politics, yeah, you know, watch out. I mean, that's when the crazy stuff comes out. But. Um, you know, back when I was in business school at Vandy a long time ago, uh, they they built, they brought out, you know, just as a classroom exercise, of the the uh, some marketing studies on who drinks beer, and they discovered the what's called the famous double hump. And so, if you put advertising expenditures on one axis and sales on another, uh, they 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 found that that there's a double hump you spend a little bit of money on advertising your sales go up to a nice high level and then you you spend more money on advertising and the sales fall off usually cutesy advertising like you know when the dog gets the beer that kind of stuff and then finally though you spend a, a lot more money on advertising and the sales go back up to the same level they were at the low level of spending on advertising well what they found was that the 
typical beer consumer who drank about 80% of everything produced was a guy who worked as a blue-collar worker in the Midwest uh, and consumed, you know, a six-pack to two per day. And you just got to, you got to, you know, just sort of encourage him to buy the product with a little bit of advertising, and he does. But once he starts to see... Uh, you know, the dog getting the beer out of the refrigerator and that kind of thing. They go, oh, no, this isn't for me. And so then you got to spend a lot more money to get the people who might be attracted by the dog getting the beer out of the refrigerator. And that's, yeah, they said that the Biden administration is, is, uh, on his new election campaign is going to basically pay TikTok influencers to, to, to promote his efforts. So it is changing. It's going away from NBC, ABC, CBS, you know, advertising on the nightly news there to you know TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, those type of advertising, which are really embedded, a little bit sneaky advertising. And the, the TikTok, you know, there'll be some girls on there, young girls that will dance on TikTok and you know say we love Joe Biden or something. They put it out there and hope to get clicks. And yeah, I find that offensive. Anyway, yeah, I know. Well, like father, like son, right? Like Hunter Biden. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, listen, this is Rich. Hunter Biden has called for an ethics investigation of Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Lord. Y'all bashing Ivy League schools. Didn't didn't your boy DeSantis go to Ivy League school? He did. Yeah. He did on baseball scholarship. He's First crazy. generation. He's kind of crazy, too, uh-huh. He's not crazy at all. He's not crazy at all. All right, let's take a break and come back. Bad bump, bad bump. It's our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Coach, baseball is back, and WKRM 103.7 is excited to bring you coverage and sponsorship options for this 2023 season. That's right, Taff, and this year our advertising partners had the option to sponsor our live Little League coverage, Lana Braves coverage, or a combo package that carry both of them. This area loves baseball, and what a great way to support the community by helping us bring coverage of our Little League, but also taking a moment to promote local businesses. People are crazy about the Atlanta Braves. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something special and timeless about baseball radio broadcast. There sure is. So visit Front Porch Radio TN and click on the blue Advertise With Us button for more information about how your company can sponsor baseball of all kinds this season with WKRM. News with a view. I'm dude number three, Delta Kennedy. Clayton Harris, dude number two, has parked the bus and is now in the building. How you doing, Clayton? Doing well, Delta. Good morning, everybody. Doing that castle project this morning. That sounds great. You know, Tiffany's been working on that thing for the last two weeks with Thomas. It, it, it's very, 
detailed and extensive. It, it, it's really unbelievable. What what could be more fun? Yeah. yeah. All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. All right, you know, Ron, the the Yaleys were uh, fond of pointing out that Ted Kaczynski attended Harvard. You know, the Unabomber. <laughs> oh yeah, Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. It's it's uh yeah. I, I tell a story at the end of that column about that. That try to makes the point about this thing. A Harvard grad, a University of Tennessee grad, and say University of Memphis grad on on death row be, to be executed. And the uh, they're, they're all watching each other get executed this day. They're going to do it all one day. And the first guy from the University of Tennessee gets in the chair. The people watching, they pull the lever, the sparks, there's, 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 there's sparks, but nothing happens. It's shorted out. And the, the, the warden and the, and the minister, the prisoner there, they, they agree. It's God's will. That, you know, they, they said, you must be innocent. It's God's will. You're allowed to go. So he gets up and leaves. Then the University of Memphis guy gets in the chair. They pull the lever, sparks again, goes up. There sparks again, and they and this Harvard guy's watching this, and they say, "Well, it's God's will; you're allowed to go." So Harvard guy gets in the chair. Same thing happens. They pull it, boom, boom, boom. Sparks come. So you're free to go. He goes, "No, no, no, no. If you just take that wire there, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they always got to be the smartest person in the room." There you go. To their own what y'all gonna do with Tucker Carlson? Where is he going now? Him and Don Lemon are gonna team up together. Yeah, they yeah, could have two dudes with a view. Antique shop in the Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Who, who y'all going to listen to next? Two dudes Who's gonna with be a the view. Next, who's going to be the next voice? I don't know. Fox I'm News is going to suffer. I'm telling you right now, they're going to suffer from this. And, Ron, I know you mentioned earlier you're not big on boycotts and things like that. And I know Republicans typically aren't either. But I'm telling you, they're going to pay for this. I'm just, yeah, I'm, well, they did yesterday stop. Well, they already down, paid down a billion dollars in market cap yesterday, and so they're 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 pay for it. I mean, it's, it's I don't know what happened. My best, I, I text with Tucker a lot, and and he's a, he is kind of a, a guy's guy. So I'm sure my my best guess is that these texts got discovered under the Dominion uh, lawsuit where they got, they got subpoena power and, and discovery power. And you know, and I think he. And my best guess is he probably made fun of the Murdochs a little bit. The second generation kids of Murdoch. Lachlan, I don't know yeah. that. I don't know this for sure, but they're 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 not as far right wing as Rupert. And the kids are dilettantes a little bit, and they're going to take over Fox, and they've softened Fox, as you know, Clayton. In the last year or two, you know, it's not quite you know the firebrand station it used to be. And there's some question of the future of it. And Tucker was, you know, three and a half million people a night, number one person on on cable TV, probably number one person including the NBC, CBS uh, pieces as well. Big influence and a good guy. So I don't know where he goes. Where, but where's but the next? Continu- but continuing to provide disinformation and lies and innuendos as a what? new as a journalist. It's he's not a journalist. Ridiculous. First of all, you're wrong. Look, you're fundamentally wrong as you're again. He's not a journalist. He's an opinion person. There's a difference. Oh, okay, okay, but the journalist does does objective stories. Brings it on as if they're providing news. No, they don't. Brett Bear does the news. You, you you know that. Tucker and Sean Hannity are opinion people. But 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 why is there such a a, a need to continue to provide disinformation to the public? Why? What's the disinformation? The lies that he comes up with. Which ones? All kinds. You, you, See, that's you, a good you answer. Talk that's to a brilliant him. answer there. Yes, no, I don't have to give <laughs> an answer. You, you talk to him. 
face to face. You ought to know what lies he produced. I don't have to. Run I don't know any of them, and I don't know any of them you're talking about. Ellen Your memory goes when you when you have to regurgitate what he says. He lies about everything. Lies and he's about an opinion everything. Person. Yet you cannot name a single That's one. That's why they That's paid kind of the seven hundred and eighty-seven million dollars. That's why they they paid that because he was lying. The whole caboodle of them were lying. I don't know why they paid that. Why don't you get on Google and see if you can find a lie? You find a lie, Mr. York. All he had on was was Sidney Powell. I'm not going to waste my time. Sidney Powell. You don't waste your time with truth. You don't want truth. Rudy Giuliani and all of them and Tucker Carlson fed into the lies and kept providing lie after lie after lie just, hey, just, hey, just, just like you said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation you and 51 other people just lied 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 about it being Russian disinformation such a I mean such a double standard it's pathetic and you was, can't name one lie you can't name one and you want to call other people liars while was, you came on this show and told people that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation that we all know now is a big fat lie, and that's a real still, lie, not a difference still of opinion. Still investigation, Clay. Just like, oh, 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 give me a break! Oh, give me a break! Nobody, you lose all credibility when you say that. And the Russian, how about the Russian oh. thing that went on for two or three years involved the government impeachment? Uh, that was a lie. Absolutely, Mueller Gate, all lie, all lie. Well, but, well, but, 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 twenty sixteen though, twenty sixteen. Hillary Clinton loses. Mr. York, you'll still say, Russia, Russia, Russia. That's why she lost, because of Russia, right, Mr. York? Is that right? Because when you lose, you have the excuse of Russia, right? The biggest lie is Trump lost. What? The biggest lie that y'all tried to promote is Trump didn't lose the election. He lost. Russia worked. Yeah, wow. Okay, but same thing you said about Hillary Clinton losing in 16. You said it was because of Russia. Those were your exact words. There's evidence that Russia Bull. was involved in the election. Oh, oh, so the, the election oh, that you lose is involved. Yeah. Okay. Stolen. Hillary said it was stolen several times from her. I mean, she said that. Well, I've never heard just this, said it. The yeah, 2020 election is, 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 you know, basically stolen or illegal. I think, that, as I've said on the show, I think the only thing close to being right may be the 2,000 mules narrative where these NGOs have done ballot harvesting. Mules. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's the only thing that makes and I'm just saying it's true. I'm saying it needs to be investigated. That's y'all believe anything. Yeah, y'all believe anything, and yet the rush the Hunter Biden laptop was real. After the New York Times, uh fifty one former intelligence officers or people in the intelligence community. Well the guy who planted that hoax had confessed to it under oath. Correct. Correct. Right. I mean We'll see what happens with Tucker. He'll probably talk about election interference. My God. What what's gonna happen to Fox? No, I don't know. It'll be oh. interesting. They, they're going to be a little hard, less the hard right. You're not talking about Don Lemon yet, but they're a little bit less hard right. They're uh, de- than they'll, they'll be the, the the Murdoch kids are, are living in New York. They like to go to get invited to the parties. They're a little softer than the dad. They're not the founding entrepreneur. You know, uh, person that found the second generation, third generation. They get softer. It's true of every business. Well, you off. know, Murdoch got run out of Australia. Pretty what? much, no. Yeah. For disinformation, that yeah. would be a lot. In the past, yeah, prime minister over there was very disparaging in terms of his ability to provide anything that was truthful. 
Anything that's true. Nothing's truthful. They're all lies. You say yeah. you can't provide one lie. Somebody has a different political opinion than you. You characterize <laughs> that as a lie, Mr. Jordan. Exactly. And then you assassinate their character. Rather well, Tucker Carlson assassinated his own character by producing time and time again disinformation to the public. And why? that's why Murdoch had to pay all that money out. And, and, and Delk, if Clayton cost you about $20 million, would you still keep him on the payroll? Well, <laughs> let's, you know, first of all, if he cost $20 million, we'd be off the air. <laughs> yeah. uh, second, second of all, you do just like Murdoch. You'd get rid of him. Let's but talk you know, about, about what, what they're talking about with the Dominion. What you're doing is asking a leading question, testifying on cross, and uh, you, you've your question implies that um, that Tucker Carlson was the reason that Fox settled. We don't know that. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know. Uh, but a good trial lawyer will try to stick, sneak one across the plate like that every time. Well, think about Alvinetti. Alvinetti was on on MSNBC and CNN every night for like two years. Oh right? yeah, they was their hero. Oh, Brian Stelter was drooling at the thought of him right making a presidential run, and we all saw yeah, what happened all to Brian the, all Stelter. He lied about. I think what you're going to find, Mr. York, on, on the Dominion voting machine is that Sidney Powell, who's a U.S. attorney, a pretty credible person by all resumes. Kind of like Delk. Kind of like Delk. Yeah, U.S. attorney. And then you had really Giuliani, <laughs> who, you know, is governor and mayor of New York and, you know, a lawyer, was, was out there saying this stuff. If you're Tucker, you got to give them a voice to say their opinion. I mean, you don't validate it. You bring people on and say, I believe the following, and they lied, or they didn't have the right information. And then the the process of journalism is to find out the truth, to get to the truth. And they put them on. Sidney Powell spun this yarn about this Dominion voting machine thing, and then they later checked it out. And they, you know, and some people wanted to push it, and some people stopped pushing it. But, you know, that that's news. That's That's important, and they had them on. You know, I, yeah, I read, when I, they produce information about somebody in Venezuela who was dead that took votes and changed votes around, and you all ate it up like ice cream and cake, you know. Well, the fact is, though, the um, uh, election was decided by voters. I looked at the stats the other night. The election was decided by voter voting ballot spikes. Uh, in three different states at, at roughly two to four in the morning all about the same time and all with the same ratio of trump to um, biden votes heavily biden small trump voter right. spikes isn't that suspicious but, so mr york isn't that something that's not suspicious that's not suspicious midnight votes come in all almost all for biden it, uh, it, and, it, it and, depends on how they count them and when they start counting them they were voter they spikes big votes on the late vote enormous outsized not seen in the election at any other time dumps of ballots uh, all mostly for Biden in three states at two to four in the morning, the odds of which being basically about a million to one that 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 could happen. And uh, well, well, you all have been radicalized, so we could sit up here and talk all day about the vote. But you all have been radicalized to believe that the votes were not counted and. You yeah, have if, no ev- you have no, no evidence no, no, other no, than no, the no. Lip service if, you provide. Sure, the votes were it, counted. There were just a bunch of phony votes. Have you seen it? I don't know why this is just now coming out, but it seems to be authentic. There's a, uh, uh, you know, somebody's got a video 
of, I believe it's Detroit, <coughs> a woman coming up to one of these drop boxes with just about three in the morning with literally boxes of ballots. And but she realized that you know they're phony because she all of a sudden realizes they're unsigned, so she starts signing them herself. Uh, and <laughs> you know, and now, now you're coming up with 2,000 mules information. Uh, uh, you know, you're regurgitating the, that. You got a guy who runs for office and runs from his basement, but then he, what he does is he gets the CIA and the intelligence community involved from his campaign. He's not even in government at the time. He's out. But he gets he gets the intelligence community involved to sign this fifty one or, or this this document saying that this Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. So if he's willing to do that, I think they're willing to do just about anything. I mean, they lied to the American public. He got into the debate with Trump on stage and said that this was Russian disinformation. I had 51 intelligence members sign this document saying it's Russian disinformation. They're all liars. They're all liars. And and now the truth is out. And it's not lip service. You have people under oath admitting that this is true, that Joe Biden's campaign asked him to go do this. Uh, but you have people like Mr. York who, who will just deny it, or they'll say it's a lip service. Bonnie Willis. But, but if, if they're willing to do that, they're willing to do anything. They're willing to bring in balance. So, I mean, it's just people, people aren't stupid. Got plenty of information, Clayton, on who was trying to cheat. Bonnie Willis down there in Georgia got plenty of information. Oh, who was trying to cheat? You had 51 former intelligence agents, former intelligence people lying. With a convicting of anything, you can talk about Biden cheated all day, but nobody's got any evidence. Election so we do interference, have some evidence. Of Election who was interference. Trying to cheat in Georgia. I Election just, interference. They, they, they I just gave you evidence, Mr. Hunter Yard. Biden laptop story was allowed to go out. The Daily Mail story was allowed to go out, and Twitter and Facebook took it off. You couldn't even put the article out about the uh, about the Hunter Biden laptop. They took it down. So they, there, there's been a study that said that was a two to five point swing. Trump would have won. Yep. Yeah, if I woulda, shoulda, coulda. He woulda, but he didn't. That's, yeah, and look at our economy yeah. now. And look at gas prices now. And look at inflation right now. Yeah, we're so glad Joe Biden won. <laughs> Give me a break. Oh, yeah, yeah, gas prices are going up because the summer's coming on. Um, Typically, been, what happens... It was a dollar eighty. It's a normal year. All right, we got to go. Miss York is giving us the Harry Reid argument. Yes, yeah, so what? We did it. Got away with it. All That's right. It. Yeah. <laughs> This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. 
Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Vintage doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Edition Ron Hart Day, three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy, dude number two, Clayton Harris, 
who no longer has anybody to give him talking points as a bus driver. That is correct. I've lost Tucker, so I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mr. York. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, native son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning, everybody. There we go. All right. What's Governor Lee going to do, Del? Uh, He's trying to call a special session to set up some gun reform. What you think is going to happen? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think this... Uh, it doesn't sound like this uh, Republican legislature is in the mood to do anything uh, except uh, what they've already done, which is to provide additional SROs around the country and mandated and provided money for, you know, hardening the schools like the bulletproof glass or bullet-resistant glass or tape or what have you. Uh, but in terms of, so, you know, those are all good things. Uh, they're going to help. Uh in terms didn't Scott already say he wouldn't support any kind of gun reform? Because he's an NRA member anyway. Uh, well, I, it was more nuanced than that. I never got the details on what the governor proposed. What there, I don't, and I will let Scott speak for himself at some point whenever he wants to. But the, uh, as I understand it, he's uh, opposed to any procedure where a person or an officer can go to a magistrate uh, ex parte. I mean, that means both sides are heard. Just one side is heard. In this case, would be the proponent. And, you know, says so-and-so is a danger to himself or to others and has that gun removed from the person. Uh, that would always have to be pending a hearing, though. At some point, there would actually have to be a hearing where both uh, the defendant and the proponent, the officer, whoever, where both sides are heard and a decision made. Uh, and that's been done in some other states, but, you know, it it's fraught with um, problems, for instance, mad ex-wives, you know, uh, that type of thing, who, uh, you know, just go to a magistrate and tell them a bunch of stuff just to harass their ex-husband. Uh I think. Well, you know, that can be solved, but there's been a lot of situations where women have gone to report stuff to authorities and authorities were lax in doing anything, and then uh, something fatal happened to the to the woman by the by the divorce of men too, because they're mad about a fight or something. So it's tough. Law enforcement has a tough job to decide what's real and what's not real. No, they're, they're much better. Uh, you're right. They, but they're they're much more thorough i think these days in their jobs much more professional they, they they'll, they'll respond to those type complaints uh pretty efficiently uh, and back in the old days maybe not so much they go yeah we know old so-and-so uh he, he's fine he, you know <laughs> whatever uh but i think what scott would be open to is a strengthening of a procedure where both parties are heard you know something's filed something's filed in court uh, suggesting that a person is a danger to himself or others, but before any gun can be removed, there must be a hearing in court where the the defendant and the proponent, the officer, whoever it is, where both can be heard by the judge. I, I think Scott would be open to some reforms along I, that line. I, I, I thought about this gun control thing. I have a, a real good friend who's really big about the ARs. and you know, I'm a big Second Amendment person. Hell, I, I, 
I took a gun yesterday. I went to see a property, Frank Lloyd Wright House. The, the guys live in there. Who's, who's mentally? Uh, he's a about uh, we call him. He's uh, psychotic a little bit. So I put my pistol in my pocket and went in there, and just in case he went weird. So I mean, I like the idea of having pistols, right, or guns. Only thing I would compromise, Mr. York, would say, since it's usually white males under the age of 25 that do these mass shootings, is it for AR or, 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 or a high-powered rifle, you know, repeating gun, that you should have and wait until you're 25 and then have maybe a couple of letters from people who know you, like you're applying for a permit, like you're applying for a gun permit, to have a, you know some letters written for you. Maybe even a psychiatrist or your doctor to say there's no past history of mental health or whatever to get to get a you know AR. I, well, I guess well I you know, it, it, Republicans and libertarians are quick to talk about is mental illness. It's just mean, law-breaking folks. It's not always mental illness. All these things that's been happening lately is just folks who are Transvest, tran- transvestites. Yeah, I was about to point out the last four mass shootings have been uh, perpetrated by transvestites. Well, what about the ten- the cheerleaders that got shot? Was he a transvestite? Yeah, what about no, you know what he was? I think that guy, that guy was an illegal somebody. alien, Mr. York. Was he, he a transvestite? He was here illegally. Well, let's don't forget about the mass shooting in Dadeville, Alabama last week at a Sweet that? 16 birthday party. <laughs> well, the press has thir- forgotten about it. Well, was th- a bunch of te- 34, crazy teenagers. 34 people injured, four dead. Were they all transvestites, dead. too? No. No, they were all black in the press because he doesn't. No, they're just crazy, mean people. No, they just. I mean, well, this this bunch just crazy, mean people. Some gang, gang bangers, gang bangers, well, because it doesn't it, fit the nat- it, narrative. It's disappeared yeah, from the national media. Is not even talking well, if, about if it. If the mental illness is a big problem, why don't we start implementing the mental institutions again and and put people in there? If well, no, I, 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 I could go with you on that one, Mr. York. Yeah. I can't tell you. I mean, you know, and you know, I was practicing law here uh, in Columbia uh, before I bought these stations three years ago, and we would refer people to mental health all the time. They never saw them, never did anything. Uh, yeah, get the HIPAA laws, just privacy laws, days, sixty days, and then they out back on the street. No, this you know? was just for outpatient, but they'd never see them. You know, they'd never you do can't anything. can't make them go, Mr. York. It's a tough thing. You have to admit, it's a tough thing. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you, you I, think a mentally ill person's going to go somewhere? You got to you got to go ahead and apprehend him like, and put him in the facility like they used to do back in the day. Well, I would say make sure my clients got there. But, they, of course, you know, the flip side of it is you're right, Mr. York. They, the mental health people just assume they're not going to show up, so they don't bother to be there when they're supposed to show up. So. <laughs> I don't know if the what's this new facility out on the bypass or the spring something springs. Yeah, um, a meadows not meadow. Uh, yeah, I know exactly where you try crossing the bone and joint. Now uh, that was yeah, not mental health stuff. You think prisoners are tough? I mean, mental health. You got to have a doctor with them all the time. Plus confinement. That's a very expensive proposition for people to have to pay for mental illness. I, people. I don't think it'd be worth it. We if we got a, it's something. We we have a new inpatient mental health facility here now I, I was not practicing law when that opened and i haven't talked to anybody about how that's working out with uh the courts referring people there for possible inpatient treatment how, how whether or not that's being done um but i'll try to check on it and see what's going on there, there. there's another it's, one on troutwood avenue i believe on not too far from the pleasant heights church i think it's right Right next door to the Pleasant Heights Church, it's supposed to be an outpatient or inpatient facility or something. 
I, where I was baptized. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, they're, the one I'm talking about is out. You know, toward, yeah, it's out by the bone and joint. The one you're talking about, right, right. And I, I don't know. Is how. that a city, county, or state funded thing? Delp, you know, mental health. What we had before was an outpatient center here that received state funding. Uh, this inpatient center, Pinewood I, Springs, Pinewood Springs, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure it just it receives you know whatever insurance, uh, uh, Medicare, uh, what have you, you know. Yeah, I think back in the day they were funded by the state and feds somewhat. Well, you know the state had a facility, the old Cloverbottom facility up in Nashville. You know, was the state institution. Yeah, I read an article about Rikers Island in New York City. They said that in Rikers Island, a big prison over there, that a third to half people were just mental patients. They're not necessarily well, they're criminals because they did something on the street that made it criminal. But they're not. That's not their primary issue. The primary issues are mental, their mental patients. And sometimes you build it, they will come. Meaning, if you, if you give them stuff or whatever, like you know panhandlers or whatever certain cities if you don't run them off they get more of them so it's a tough you know governing decision of how much you're going to tolerate well ron you 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 hit on another problem though with our criminal justice system i mean all too often in fact very frequently uh prison is used as a substitute for what should be inpatient mental health treatment because there's been no mental inpatient mental health treatment available and uh, like I said, I don't know if this Pinewood Springs changes that equation or not. Uh, I'll try to talk to some of the folks I know down at the courthouse and see what's going on there. Um, a couple of things, uh, big things coming up here, folks. Uh, Miss York, you are going to, I mean, the, the the balance of power is changing. Next week, I will be out of pocket and Drake Colley will host the show which means mm-hmm. that uh mr york you and drake are gonna <laughs> you're gonna surround uh poor old clayton the the lowly bus driver over here and uh and i think that's gonna be a, a very entertaining good good radio and uh drake's gonna drake's gonna take the helm on all four shows next week monday through thursday so uh well that's good yes. Drake needs some release he needs to talk about some things yeah yeah no, yeah y'all <laughs> Clayton. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, y'all, you know, Clayton's a big boy. Let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> Bone up, Clayton. Bone up. Uh, the other thing that's going to happen. No, we're not going to mistreat Clayton, but we're just going to put a, a correct, true point of view out there so the other part of the audience that listens to this show actually knows what's going on. What's your thoughts of Robert Kennedy Jr., Mr. York? I, I hadn't really followed him that much, but uh, I know he's he's been against some of the principles that the Democratic Party stands for. So I don't know if that's going to be a good fit uh, or what. You know, we'll, we'll just have to see. I think he's Biden popular amongst young people. He was at Bonnaroo just a few years ago. Oh, you're kidding! All right, folks. One more big thing coming up here, though, uh, on our sister station, uh, WKRM FM 103.7, uh, Thursday night. This coming Thursday night, we we start what we've done done for three years now, which is broadcasting uh, little league baseball. The is the the major league of our fourth year, yeah, yeah, the major league of little league baseball. We started broadcasting little league back in the summer of uh, twenty twenty when there were no sports available. Period. I mean, and the guys have been locked in with their wives and children for weeks. They're going crazy. Uh, there was no car racing, no football, no baseball, no nothing. Uh, going on because of the COVID. 
and we uh, we heard that Little League was being played out uh, and uh in fact because murray county didn't have a lot of res- didn't have any restrictions basically people were coming here from nashville to play little league even so we started broadcasting little league and got lou maddox who was then i think a junior at central high school right. to uh who's still going to be calling the games and so uh thursday night about what time clayton Five thirty. thursday night at five thirty on wkrm fm 103.7 uh, Lou Maddox will be bringing you the broadcast of Little League here in Murray County. We've got something new this year, though. If you come to uh, our website at WKRM, or you can get it over on, uh, I think it's going to be on Twitter and Facebook, we will have the video broadcast of the game, uh, which you can uh, watch as you listen to Lou call the game. And we've got really good video, folks. We got instant replay. We partnered up with a new partner here at um, at Kennedy Broadcasting. Uh, his name is Gregory. Greg Bradley. Greg Bradley. Uh, with Tennessee Sports Net. Yep. Yep. He's been doing video of sporting events for years, and uh, knows what he's doing. He's going to let us put on a really good quality product. And uh, so, tune in, tune on. Yeah. What weather pending? Weather pending. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Uh, and so and now, he, all right, folks. I'll, I'll close out with this. I don't know who posted this. Said official. I'm I'm leaving the Democratic Party. I supported adults removing their genitals, but then they went for the kids. I supported abortion, but then they wanted to abort at nine months. I was for taxes, but a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine is too far. So I'm the new right. Well, that's a person that just doesn't understand international relations, and he doesn't understand the rights of people to do what they want to do with their offspring or have uh, help their offspring get through all this depression and suicide. Well, it's an opposite <laughs> political opinion, but it's depression and suicide. Your, yours is an opposite political opinion, be. but it's not a lie. Uh, the um, Yep, ACLU, that's today's Daily Herald, ACLU is suing the state, uh, trying to make the state give, you know, gentle mutilation to trans children. Well, so much for old Campbell up there, the representative, he had to resign for trying to hit on the interns. Well, rightfully so, that's sexual harassment, and hey, you do it, you you know. Agreed. And And Sexton is on the stump for padding his...